It's time for our weekly conversation with Root Sports' Brad Adam. Brought to you by John Howie Steak, when nothing but the best will do. Now with Brad Adam, here's Puck and the Gas Man. No gas today, but oh, I would say... The best sports anchor in the city, Chris Egan. <laughs> he may be number two at King, but he's number one in our hearts. <laughs> Chris Egan uh, is in with us for the gas mount. Again, the breaking news, Brandon Marshall has uh, nothing official yet from uh, the Seahawks, but everyone else reporting it now. Well, everyone is reporting that Brandon Marshall has signed per his Instagram account. Yeah, That's what it's come to, reporting in 2018. Have you confirmed a source? No, but his Instagram account says he has signed with the CR. That happened to me once at King. Uh, the news director came up to me about well, six years ago and says, Egan, how come you couldn't break that? And I said, well, because the player did on his Twitter account. And they, he looked at me like, you just still couldn't get it. I go, I, once again, the player, the player on his uh, Twitter and Instagram. Account. So unless I was at the player's house yeah. in the kitchen, as you. All right, joining us on the uh, Beacon Plumbing Hotline, uh, Brad Adam uh, joins us from Root Sports, uh, courtesy of John Howie Steak. They say, Egan, when nothing but the best will do, John Howie Steak. Remember, at twelve twenty, we're going to pay off something that Brad said. What did Brad say? Uh, your chance to win 50 and, bucks from John Howie. And, Pucket, that's pretty much the same lingo for Brad Adams' shampoo. <laughs> <laughs> Do, yeah. Hey, Egan, how you doing? I'm doing well. Brad and I, we get along great, but Brad Adams' um, hair uh, on Twitter and I used to get in some battles on Twitter yeah, before. Yeah, you, poked, you I mean, poked the bear a little I bit. I poked the bear, yeah, and there was something on Twitter called Brad Adams' hair, yeah. and it was like 11.30 at night. Oh, you can have it a bad hair day. Brad's not. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys get jealous like uh, you and uh, Sylvie? Oh, yeah. Uh, Ferrari. Who else? I'm going to miss. Um, Levine. Levine. For our own Ian Furness. Ian, yeah. And now, Channel yeah. 7's not doing sports, right? They got uh, David over there. Okay, so he does David. on the weekends. Yep. All right. So, are you guys all jealous of Brad's hair? I will admit, yes. on radio, yes, I am. The others may not admit freely, but I will. Uh, Furness of that group is the only one that has a nice, good. He's got salad. a good, yeah. But but yeah, Brad's using a shampoo nice conditioner book. that just gets yeah. it sparkling every night. Yeah, it's wonderful. I mean, even Ryan Roland Smith has good hair, but yeah. when he's sitting next to Brad, doesn't look. You know, it's just not shiny. <laughs> How was your Memorial Day weekend? Oh, uh, guys, it was good. We saw a lot of wins at Safeco. Um, Family got out yesterday. Friends have a boat. They were able to get out and do oh. the, um, what is it the kids are doing now? That The um, surfing, wake surfing. Oh, yeah. Uh, wake yeah. surfing. Wake surfing, sure, that. yeah. So they got to do that, sure. That's, that's, you know, that's what they do while, while I work. I uh, came home and then uh, had a nice little barbecue with dad and uh, stepmom. You know, no boat, but uh, they got a puppy, so I got to play with a puppy. And it didn't pee all over me, so it was a win-win for Are me. Are you excited for the puppy? I, I sense a tone of, I'm not really fired well, up for the puppy. No, I'm, I'm fired up for their puppy. My girls now want a puppy. Oh. And do you guys have dogs? Because you both have kids. I do, have I do. I have, a, I have a six-year-old uh, lab, right. uh, half, half lab, half Springer Spaniel. We, okay. did, we did have did dogs, you... but our youngest got uh, eczema, bad eczema, so we thought it may have something yep. to do with the dog, so... So, so Egan killed the dog in the Puyallup River. So yeah, that's the end of that story. Yeah. So we got a we got a we got a hamster, and nothing excites me more than a hamster in a ball. Yeah. Uh, hey, look at so him go on that wheel. They 
they say they're old enough to help. You know, they're 12, 10, and 9. I don't know. Do kids, would kids help with yeah. the dog at all? Oh, my, okay. I'm a 9-year-old, and when she was 7, yeah. I, made, I made her take the dog out, and then she'd mm-hmm. pull her. But, yeah, walk it around the block. Pick up the right. poop. Yeah, we sure. Yeah, they oh, can yeah. Okay. Because I like turning to my wife and say, all right, we can get a puppy, no problem. I'll just uh, go on every road trip and have you deal with it in housebreak, and, and then I'll come home and it'll be fine. And bring those plastic bags with you when you're going around the neighborhood. Yeah. Nobody nobody <laughs> wants that bad dog owner. Don't be, and don't be the guy bag. that doesn't have the bag, yeah. and then they get caught without right. the bag, and then they do the look around, yeah. and then reach it in their pocket, like, oh, it's in here somewhere. I don't have it. Have the bag. And then you're doing the foot kick in the street to yeah. put it out in the street. Nobody <laughs> likes that dog owner. Nobody that guy, Brad. <laughs> Um, well, you, we're right, going well. to ask people at noon to, a one word to describe this team right now. What would be your one word oh, to describe the Mariners? Um, wow. Um, you can resilient? use wow. How about wow? Yeah, wow is not bad, actually. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was going to say resilient. and bad. That's kind of boring. Just wow, right? Mm-hmm. Um, just, um, boy, I'm trying to think of other ones. It, it, uh, confounding? I mean, it's just... It, not nothing really makes sense, and that's kind of the beauty of it. You well, know, I, think, I mean, I, I listened to Egan earlier say, "I mean, you're right. I mean, just let's just enjoy it, right? Don't make sense of it. Just enjoy the wins." Well, you mentioned resilient, and and I think that's a great word because I go back to that when when Cano, you know, was ruled out to the injury, and then the announcement, and then they've been eleven and three since, and they're sixteen and eight, Brad, in those one run games, and and that's a right. that, that's a resilient team right there. How are they doing it? You're watching it up close and personal, and one-run games are not easy. Everything kind of has to go right. To, you know, different guys have to step up different nights. How are they doing in your mind? Well, that, that's one big point, Chris, is that every guy, uh, different guys do step up, and we've seen it all over the weekend. We saw Zanino with the home run. We saw Healy with the big hit. We saw Seager with the big hit. Uh, different guys come, and Nelson Cruz finally got an RBI single. You hope he starts hitting. But different guys are coming up and coming through in late-ending situations. You keep winning those games. There's a confidence. Uh, two other reasons, a little bit overlooked, is the defense has been really good, even without Cano and Gordon. Heredia has been good in center. And Kyle Seeger is back to playing, you know, unbelievable gold-glove defense at third. So the defense has been uh, really good playing clean games, not giving the opponents uh, extra at-bats, uh, extra runs. And the pitching has been, you know, something that I don't think anybody thought it would be because going into the year, everybody said, I like the lineup. They're going to score. Diaz is good. The bullpen's fine, but the starting pitching is going to be rough. But they have been fantastic in five weeks, and the bullpen's the best, best bullpen in the month of May. Earn run average, you know, just, just about one. And now adding Colomay to that mix, I mean, defense, timely hitting, and pitching. You know, that's kind of – it's really hard to get going all at the same time, but that's what the Mariners have done. And the, the crazy thing, and again, Brad Adam from Root Sports joining us, uh, thanks to uh, the good folks at John Howie Steak for making this uh, happen every single week for us. Remember, we're going to give away 50 bucks at John Howie Steak coming up at 1220. What did Brad say? You have to be one of the callers with the correct answer. You're going to win 50 bucks to John Howie Steak. You know, the two biggest storylines that we touched on this earlier was are the question marks for the bullpen and then the starting rotation. Well, then you look at this thing. The bullpen's given up one earned run in the last 27 innings. That's the last nine games. They've got the third best earned run average uh, overall pitching staff uh, in the American League since April 24th. And 
they're not really getting much from their offense. I mean, in these four games, what, what do they have? Six, nine, eleven runs they've scored in, these, in this four-game winning streak. Mm-hmm. Their offense hasn't done much for a while. I mean, you kind of have to go back to that Detroit game, which they scored seven runs. But it, it, we thought there would never be any question marks about the offense. It would be about the pitching. And I think you said it mm-hmm. moments ago, Brad, the the it's what makes sports kind of fun, unexpected, are some of these storylines. This pitching staff, who we all thought was going to be terrible right now, mm-hmm. uh, has been excellent. And it's been excellent with Felix Hernandez, your you know so-called mm-hmm. ace for the last eleven last eleven years, having an earn run average at you know five and a half. He's your your fifth starter. Your you know number wise, your worst starter right now. I mean, think about you know what Wade LeBlanc has done, what Marco Gonzalez has done, not giving up an earned run his last three starts. Uh, Paxton has kind of ascended to. Ace, one of the best pitchers in the league. We kind of, you know, we're kind of waiting for that to see if it would really happen with his stuff and his confidence and his health. But that's all come together. Uh, Mike Leak has been pretty consistent. Uh, the, the schedule's been favorable. I understand that through May, a lot of teams with losing records. But you know, to, to withstand the amount of injuries that they've had to withstand and go through, um, offense obviously it's going to take some hits. Um, but they're still getting it done again with Cruz and Seager hitting two twenty. So. You know, you get Segura back tonight, I think, and hopefully D. Gordon Thursday. Uh, you hope the offense kind of picks it up again. And if they continue to pitch, man, this is going to be a fun summer. And just, again, just enjoy it. Brad, talk a little bit about the trade. Uh, Puckett and I talked about it earlier. I love the trade. Uh, but you, you've got the number one closer in baseball right now, Eddie Diaz, 19 saves. And then you, you go up and pick up a closer, and you pick up Denard Span. Your thoughts on this trade and what it does to this team? Well, I think it was obviously a good trade, and to get it done early helps tremendously. To get these guys for two extra months before the trade deadline was huge. Um, you see teams throughout baseball, Tampa obviously being one of them, that they're just kind of you know sell mode, giving up now after 50-some-odd games, which is a little bit surprising, and that's, I think, a little problem that baseball has. But Mariners and Jerry DePoto are able to take advantage of that, which is great. Now, Colomay can close, as he did on Sunday, Saturday, I'll get my days mixed up, Sunday, mm-hmm. and then eighth inning uh, roll, he'll set up as he did yesterday. It moves Nicasio back to maybe the sixth or seventh, a guy who can go multiple innings. Uh, you can fire out an Alta Villa in the sixth as opposed to seventh or eighth inning. So guys kind of slide back an inning, which helps them. Um, and the way that the starters have been going, I mean, you can really shorten a game. With Pazos has been dominant, and then with – with Colomay and Diaz, I mean, if you get six, you know, five and two-thirds out of the starters, I mean, you're right back to what, what Cleveland did, you know, last year getting to the, to the World Series. And Span's going to help a lot in the outfield, mm-hmm. not just because uh, a veteran guy, lefty, which they need, knows how to hit, gets on base, but also can play some center when you need to spell Heredia against a tough righty. They still don't think Heredia is an everyday guy, although he's been on a great streak, so he has to keep playing. I get that. And Gamble's a nice guy to work into the rotation. So Gamble, Heredia, don't get overexposed. you got Stan to help out. It's a nice mix out there. Uh, Gordon, when he comes back, plays second. So they get better offensively, defensively. So the trade helps out. And also in the clubhouse. When the trade went down, I talked to a couple guys right away, and they just said, we just got better. Mm -hmm. So they know they're all in, and they feel good. And they know that that they still have around $7 million for the trade deadline for Jerry to play with to go get another starter if they need it. Yeah, so win-win, big time. Yeah, and that's right, Brad, because not only just another $7 million they can play with with the money from Cano, but but on top of that. I mean, if if 
if Stanton and company want to open it up and say, you know what, on top of that seven million, we here's we can we can provide you another three million, four million, five million, whatever it sure. is. I mean, there's no there's no cap in it. I mean, he can just he can decide. And the one thing that I that I do like about Stanton, I mean, he he is when you listen to him do an interview, and you guys have had him on, and and Softy just had him on a couple of weeks ago or last week. He's a fan, and he's a passionate fan, and you can you can get the sense in his voice that the guy wants to win. Now, there's always can he overreact too much because you can be too close to the situation, but he's a guy that I think wants to desperately end this drought. So if he, I think if he wants to spend some extra money, I think other than the previous regime, I think he's willing to do it and willing to spend. And spending, I don't think, has ever been an issue uh, with this ball club. So. I think the the way why I'm so excited about the move is they did it so early, and they still have money now in about a month from now. If they want to do something mm-hmm. else, which they probably will, they can still do it again when another team or two drops out of the of the running for a playoff spot. Sure, and look no further than the tonight's opponent, the Texas Rangers. Mm-hmm. You know they're going to trade Cole Hamels, which right. is, you know do you know is it, what is he making twenty two twenty three million? So. Uh, I don't know how many teams are willing to take that on, but I think you're right. I think the Mariners, you know, could be one of the teams to do that. And I think John Stanton, you're right. He's He's been involved with the Mariners for so long. He knows about the drought. He wants to end it desperately. They all do. And and I think adding payroll um, is something that, that, that you're right. I think they will do. If they stay in this thing, which I think they will, up into the deadline, I mean, I'm excited about, you know, what they can get. Maybe you can move uh, LeBlanc to the, the bullpen, mm. still use him. you got maybe another starter for Hamels or somebody else that becomes available. Um, you know that Jerry will do something. And what also this trade does is it keeps Colome, who you guys mentioned led the league in saves last year, keeps him away from the Angels, who mm-hmm. desperately need a closer. Mm-hmm. And is it, when you look at the standings, baseball is really separated. You know, I – I still think the Twins might have a chance just because they play in the Central, and the Central's god-awful. Mm-hmm. So they might get hot and get back in this. But right now, you're looking at Mariners and Angels for that second wild card. All right, Brad. You, and you... Go, ahead. go ahead. Sorry, sorry, Brad. Go ahead. No, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just saying, you, you take away Colomay and the Angels, their clothes are out for the year. They don't have anybody to back into the bullpen. So, you know, that was a huge blow to them. So, uh, you know, and, and obviously helped the Mariners tremendously. Listen, let, let let Brad finish his yeah. point over there, Egan. Okay, Egan cutting me off. Yeah, well, I mean, Egan me off? I didn't know this rivalry. It's the root and the root sports and King Five rivalry. And you know, and here's the thing oh, about the rivalry. You know this, on. Brad and Egan. We've had we've go had on. some players move teams. Yeah, you know, between the Absolutely. two, and so there's yeah. a bit of rivalry there. And, and there is a sure. it, it gets yeah. it gets tense because there's some word that they want the building that King Five is in. Yeah, you're right. And sure. that, you know, we it, talked about that. Yeah, they're in there. Yeah, I want his desk. I'm gonna take some. <laughs> Root wants to go all the way down, and they want to go right up to Hooverville. I want to take over Hooverville. Exactly. That's a good little bar. Yeah, it's a great bar. Brad, you mentioned it LeBlanc. Good. How how pleasant of surprise has Wade LeBlanc been for this team? <laughs> Unbelievable. You, yeah. He did the same thing in 2016. You know, you look at his stuff, and you know, this year the Yankees let him go, and you're like, oh, yeah, I remember Wade LeBlanc. Sure, bring him in. Oh, he can give you a spot start because you need it because Erasmus hurt, and maybe, I don't know when he's going to be back. But then, you know, five starts later, he's given up, what, three runs? And you're like, wow, this isn't quite what we expected out of the guy. But, you know, on, on such a great role, and a guy who, um, you know, we've talked about him before, who, who keeps saying that it, you know he's gotten by and keep and has kept fooling people for so long? He's going to keep doing it. You know, kind of very selfie-facing. He knows he doesn't have you know the big-time wipeout stuff, but at the same time, 
he knows how to pitch and can throw hard enough to um, keep guys off all of his soft stuff. And he knows, you know, where to miss and, and how to change speeds and, and keep hitters guessing. You know, he throws – he's similar to Moyer, but it throws a little harder. But mm-hmm. but a veteran guy who's, who's on a roll and, and just – you know, it's just been a godsend for these guys so far. And, and kind of goes into what everybody is, is kind of just doing right now, just doing enough to win. I think he's such a secret weapon, and I and I say this from, from this point, that this league, this sport has turned into hard, throw fast, 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 fast. Who is the guy that can throw the hardest? Right. 96, 97, 98. That is, for some reason, well, not for some reason, because of that, it has gotten away from guys who can pitch like Wade LeBlanc and Jamie right. Moore. Or Marco. And, and Marco sure. Gonzalez. So I think when up when an offense sees that, they're like, "Man, this is different than everything else we see sure. pretty much on a nightly basis." And I think plays and into what, their, plays into their hand exactly. And what what else is great too? Who does he follow in the rotation lately? James Paxton, right? So you guys go from facing Paxton to this guy, and you're like, "Man, that is not di- just different in velo, but different types of pitches and different locations." And uh, it's difficult for the guys to adjust. You're right. You, you don't get that pitcher who, you know, lives on the edges and knows how to pitch and, and doesn't just throw, you know, pump the zone with fastballs like you see uh, a lot of these young guys do. You're right. All right, uh, one last thing for you. What's the connection between Seager and Curry? What, what's going on? They have a history together, <laughs> Kyle Seager and Steph Curry? It, it's, it's my favorite um, uh, Kyle Seager story, and, and I like it when – I like to break it out when Curry's in the finals because, you know, they're in every single year. Mm-hmm. So uh, back in high school – in North Carolina, and they're about the same age. So I want to say the same year, Seager's senior year. It's a, uh, a tournament they're playing, and Steph Curry is a pretty big name. He's not like he is certainly now. Um, he wasn't a national recruit, but obviously a very good player in high school, and they knew of him. His team knew of Steph Curry, this guy. Hadn't seen him play. Averaging like 32 points a game. So obviously they want to try to slow him down. He's, he's the main guy on the team. So Seager guards him, right? And he's very proud of the fact that he – hold Steph Curry under his average. And so I said, well, that's great, Siggs. How many did he score? And he said, he scored 30. <laughs> I said, well, you know, technically that is holding him down, holding him under his average, 30, you know, 32. And then Siggs looks at me and says, you want to know the kicker to the story? And I said, yeah. He's like, he only played the first half. <laughs> <laughs> He was up by so much. He played the first. Now he he usually leaves that part out of the story to make him sound better. But Curry, thirty in the first half. <laughs> and, and quickly speaking of basketball, puck. I don't know if you know this because I I've, I've done my research. I've highlights of pretty much everybody, even you when you're a little kid playing sports. Yeah. But Brad Adam used to be a big star basketball player. The wicked starter, starter at Cal Lutheran. In beautiful, I believe, Thousand Oaks, California. That is correct. Yeah, uh, that is correct. Brad, were you ever 0 for 11 in a game from three-point oh, range? Gosh. No, I would never be allowed to shoot that many yeah, times. At, at 0 for 5 or 0 for 6, oh. don't you think about maybe not shooting at that point? Yes, yes. Try to drive, try to you know go to the line, get something going offensively. I, you just don't keep jacking threes. Uh, I was very terrible. surprised at it was that. Terrible. Yeah. I mean, just go I, to the hole had, once or twice. Yeah, exactly. I never had the green light like those guys did, but mm. yeah, no chance. Nobody would. 
He was a baller Man. back. Would you ever talking. play in it? Well, you can't play in a picket right. game with him because they can't. You oh know, my god! The broadcasters aren't allowed to play anymore because when I, Riz injured his arm yeah. and then uh, Sims blew his Achilles. I was and, at the Tacoma YMCA with the great Rod Simons, uh, oh, watching Riz. from up yeah. above. Oh now. Yeah. yeah! And Rod Simons yep. took an elbow to the nose. We were playing a pickup game, and he Ooh. stopped the game. And he goes, "Guys, got to be clear here." I'm on KSDW. I'm the sports guy. Let's keep the elbows down. The money maker. He goes, let's keep the, the elbows maker. down, all right? This face gets a lot of money, so keep it down. All right, I buddy. Wanna, hey, one-on-one, I want a one-on-one game with Egan. All right, um, we'll set it up for charity. Up to three. Love I get it. tired. I get tired if it gets deep in the game. It gets a little winded, Brad. That's why I moved to we'll doubles to pickleball. Yeah. Uh, like he loves pickleball. You ever play pickleball, love Brad? It. It's a hell of a sport. Yeah, that's great. It is fun. I enjoy it. Uh, pre-game, like what, 630 tonight? You got it, man. Hopefully the return of Segura and Felix on the mound against the Rangers. Okay, we had people decide last week, and, and their poll question was, uh, to get through this first inning, uh, first inning bugaboo for him, we want to uh, sure. talk to Martinez. We want a live, you know, breathing eagle yep. to be on his shoulder mm. for the first <laughs> inning. I think that's the way we oh, get through stay this. On it. I saw stay a few on of them on my the drive. First yeah, first inning, and then it can go off. Scare him. You fly. I like that. All right, uh, we'll see you tonight on Root Sports. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, All Brad. Right. Thanks, guys. There he is, uh, Brad Adam. Root oh. Sports brought to you by John Howie.